what if I... I have almost drank this entire Coca-Cola, which is almost the, the... I think this is the most Coca-Cola I've drank in like 40 years. Are you not going to die from a sugar overdose? I'm going to walk around like a stand-up comedian uh, today. My belly is like very distended and... I feel gross. I can feel my body rejecting the amount of sugar I've consumed. <laughs> like, it's like, you're going to die if you don't have something green soon. I'm glad we didn't have potatoes. I was going to make potatoes, too. All right, give me your, more give me your best Jerry Seinfeld. Why are you walking around? What is wrong What's with you? What's the deal with sugar? <laughs> you eat it and your body does, doesn't work. <laughs> How is this, Brandon? Is that all right? That's, that's weird. If I You're... did this for the whole podcast in a Jerry Seinfeld accent. What's the deal with the omen? What's the deal with the antichrist? <laughs> they they only have sugary snacks. I mean, does Satan like sugar? What they thought, and this is to my audience of Kleenex right here. I ha- you, this is the cappuccino speaking to me, Brandon. Probably what they thought was the antichrist was just a child on. Uh, Ice cream bars. Ice cream bars. <laughs> and cake. <laughs> and cake. <laughs> They're giving them too much sugar, and it's just it's just starting to bite them in the butt, and they can't handle it. They can't handle children like that. And uh, what's the deal with airline food? That's all I got to say. I'll be honest. I have more energy standing up. I really, I'm not going to do this for a whole podcast. You wanted you wanted to do up. the podcast laying down. Why can't I? <laughs> can I fucking hear now? What's going on with me? Oh. Well, listen. If we all oh, did it like this. <clears throat> and we just laid down and we looked up. Oh my God. Not even looking at each other. We don't just, even look at each other. Yeah, it's we're just like, talking longingly I'm, into the <laughs> distance. I'm glad I cleaned the floors on uh, oh, Tuesday. Shit. Oh my God! Oh my no, God! Not not shit, Blake. <laughs> oh, that's kind of gross. But you cleaned it. So no, yeah, 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 yeah. No. De- definitely cleaned it. Mm-hmm. If anyone's wondering, I I definitely did. <laughs> I shit my pants on the floor. <laughs> that wouldn't be the first time. Is that the your shout out to your uh to your pop pop? Oh yeah, pop pop. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I wonder I if he's he a fan of Jerry listening. Seinfeld. I wonder if he's a fan of Jerry Seinfeld. Is he really gonna listen to the the episode on the Omen? Um, <laughs> I mean, he's Catholic. Yeah, it'd probably be yeah. a good one for him to listen to. I mean, yeah. I don't know, because our our thoughts on religion might not mesh very well with Pop Pop. Well, I mean, if he listens <laughs> to Letting Go of God, it, then we're having trouble. Yeah. Well, he might get something out of it. I mean, it's it's. Oh yeah, I no, mean, I. You don't have to totally agree with someone like Julia Sweeney in order to get something out of it. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, no, I agree. I was just yeah. joking. One of my one of my uncles is atheist, so. <laughs> yeah, that's whatever. That was Satan. The Satan coming out of you? We yes. just went into the podcast already. That was. Oh, are we? Did yeah. we start already? Yeah, I mean, I've been recording All this entire bit's been the whole first part of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This okay. is our opening bit. Here's our bit. I don't know. I feel like I'm. <coughs> I don't know. I kind of dig this. My hands are too sweaty to hold things while we record. Would this bother you if I did this? 
it there's a lot of microphone noise going on. I <laughs> never hear the microphone noise, but whatever noise you guys always hear, I never hear it. Well, uh, I know for a fact that when we open our podcast with like right yeah <laughs> that's like the first like five minutes of it well that's mostly you it's always me because i well because look i have to start it and then when i press record i'm moving my stuff around it's mostly yeah. you also because brandon and i are on the carpet, carpet. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true yeah yeah well unless your your leg is off it well if my leg's off then we hear the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know why it's weird i'm gonna be electrocuted one of these days <laughs> yeah there's like a wire going straight to you from somewhere um this is dinner with a movie i'm one of your hosts and i'm holding my microphone different this time i'm one of your hosts blake uh the microphone joined by should should i say it the same way you did with going in and out like this was I? my voice yeah oh, i didn't i didn't catch it <laughs> i'm okay i i do the levels here i do the audio levels well you level it up who are this you? is Brandon, and we're joined by <laughs> Jose. And this is their one the movie. <laughs> this is dinner with a movie. All right. Point taken. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, I, it's so much. Oh, I like that, What did though? you do? It's more casual. What is going on with your... I'm, I made a mess. But I did like that. It felt it felt it felt more natural. Honestly, I think I'm a little hyped up on sugar, to be honest. <clears throat> well, one of these days we'll be famous enough to be on a stage and we'll all have mics and we'll all yeah. walk around and and share our parts with everybody. <sighs> I mean our opinions. Our, our parts, parts and yeah. opinions. The parts of our minds. Yeah. Um this week we watched The Omen from nineteen seventy six, right? Uh, I hope so because that's yeah. the one I watched. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we watched two thousand, the two thousand yeah. version, um, and we ate. Oh my god, I'm loud. Uh, we ate uh, cake, oh god. ice cream bars in the form of a drumstick, um, cappuccino, Coca Cola. That that's anything? it. Is that it? Yeah. Why does it seem like so much more? Because Why do I so feel so full in comparison to other weeks where we have actual food? <laughs> I think like when you fill up on sugar, it's just like, because you know, they always say you have more room for dessert, right. but when you fill up on dessert, then you don't have more room for dessert. So you don't have more room for anything. Yeah. I, I feel, I don't know, tingly. Yeah. Like, do we need to <laughs> drive you to the hospital? No, I'll, I'll let you know. If my, I'll let you know if my left arm starts hurting. <laughs> I think the cake and the Coke are having a fight. There's a stomach. war going on in my stomach right now. Do you think it's going to make noises? I. It's probably going to make some kind of noises. Okay. Like, at, not at the back end. At but. first, I was going to get bigger slices because that's all I could find. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, these are perfect and different flavors. Yeah. I shouldn't have got chocolate. Well, let's okay, so you got chocolate. I almost yeah. got your chocolate got with fudge on top instead. Oh. And I was like, that would kill him. <laughs> uh, Jose, what was your flavor of uh, mine cake? was like a mixed chocolate and white cake? A marble, yeah. Marble. Yeah, that's and I word. had rainbow. I don't even know what the flavor is called. Unicorn. Vanilla. Okay, so Blake, you ate about half your cake. Cake rainbow slice. Yeah, I ate about half my cake. Did you eat all your cake? I ate most of my cake except for the final bite that just had way too much of the frosting. I ate all of my cake. Yeah. 
I should not have eaten all of yeah, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you did, you know? You're normally you normally hold yourself back when it comes to this. I story, didn't so. eat today. That's could be I, idea. Well, no, I take that back. I did I did have some some potato chips. <laughs> I'm on the diet of champions. Uh, yeah. You, and now you're on the diet of champions, finishing a Coca-Cola after so long. Yeah. Yeah. I I still I'm, agree. That I'm not it, even through half of mine. Tastes, yeah. It tastes bad. I've been, I've been, um, I've been liking Coke less. I've been on a Coke kick lately. Really? Yeah. So I'm, I'm the waning down. Brandon's already done with it, but yeah. you're like... On your peak. My, mine's cyclical because yeah. there, there are periods where I really like it, crave a Coke. And then I'll go a couple of months without drinking soda for a while. And then I'm like, okay, a Coke sounds good. It's dangerous because it's always when I'm, when I'm at my parents' house because they always have, always have some. Yeah. See, I don't drink too much soda. We were just talking about the whole, yeah. you know, diet craze. I, diet soda tastes like ass. I'm I'm sorry, but it it's we're, it's gross. I mean, and not in a good way. We're taking it, a stance <laughs> as a podcast. It tastes it, like a before the shower. It it <laughs> tastes like it tastes diet soda tastes so chemical to me. Yeah, yeah. And the taste in your mouth afterwards is so not appetizing. It's it's it like ruins everything. Yeah, I agree. And I think for me, that's the case with any, like, no sugar. Like, I hate Gatorade Zero. Oh, that's I fucking disgusting. I hate it. Gatorade, period. You're not that's, getting that's the enough red electrolytes, buddy. Pedialyte's the better way to get electrolytes. No, I just drink 10 gallons of Gatorade a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you, though. That's the official stance of Dinner with a Movie podcast. Is diet, diet soda's soda. bad. Diet, diet soda, soda tastes bad. like ass, but not so, the good kind. So, I went, um, before I got married, I um, the person I was dating uh, for years and years um, drank Diet Coke, a lot of Diet Coke. Um, and it tasted worse back then. And and he ended up with a... Um, Kidney stones. No, he ended up with a um, something in his brain. Oh, geez. A, uh, what was it? Um... It wasn't. It wasn't cancer. It wasn't. It wasn't a tumor. It was like a um, abscess. It was an abscess in mm, his brain. Mm. Um, and the more you read up on it, the more you find out that people with abscesses in their brains drink a lot of diet soda. Let's uh, call Karina. Yeah, to- yeah. I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, thank call, you very call, much. Yeah, we need to call <laughs> Karina and. and- I've got ex- explicit instructions about what I'm allowed to call her. So, did you like clarify with this? Like with her recently, what or? the instructions are? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, she told me like like the first time we the called first her. time yeah, when yeah. when you guys told me to call her, and I said they want me to call you, but I said no, <laughs> and then she replied, "Good, only call me for these reasons." I have her number. Well, what was the reasons? What uh, was the reasons? When again? I'm getting married. That's when you are only- getting married. That's the only reason. Yes, that's the only reason she said. Or an Just, emergency. Well, call her and say. Hey, I'm getting married, but I need this question answered. <laughs> and then at I the end I'll of it, you can say, we'll, we'll set a date in the future. Uh, I'll call you back yeah, for I'll the date. I'll call you back for the date. Yeah. <laughs> I have her number. <laughs> it's already 10 o'clock over there. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, don't call her. Don't call her. We're already calling 911. 
What, to ask 911 if you get brain tumors if you drink too much diet soda? Miss, I drank a lot of diet Coke today. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Send an ambulance. Send an ambulance. Okay. I drank a diet soda. <laughs> Brandon. So we didn't we didn't drink diet soda. We drank no, regular yeah. Coca-Cola, which to me tastes like gasoline. Yeah. And yes, I've tasted gasoline. Yeah. I actually ingested it. Um, Been stronger because of it. Uh, probably. Maybe. G- gave me my powers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, the omen, and we ate all that. <laughs> it was quite a lot. This is exactly what my grandpa was talking about. <laughs> if he's listening to this, pop pop. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you really wanted to hear us talk about I'm, the omen. I'm glad my grandma doesn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Skip forward about 40 minutes, and maybe we'll start talking about the movie. No, we'll start talking about the movie right now. Well, this Brandon, is our, our opening bit. I know. I'm joking. You picked this movie. Yeah. Or do you want to talk about <laughs> diet soda a little bit? I want to talk about fucking <laughs> soda. Um, no, yeah, I, I picked this movie because it's um, it's actually the first movie I I remember watching like as a movie, and um, I'm probably whenever I think back on it, I think back on it fondly. I was never scared. I was never scared of movies. Um, and the way my mom and I watched it on a ditch bank in back of a drive-in movie theater was really pretty cool. Uh, we watched a lot of movies like that, actually. Um, it's just uh, nostalgic to me. Yeah. 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 Uh, for the longest time afterwards, I wanted to be Damien. I wanted to have powers. I wanted to be, you know, powerful. You know, there's nothing like a, a six or seven year old kid watching a watching a movie about the spawn of Satan and wanting to be the spawn of Satan afterwards. <laughs> just the, the power fantasy of being yeah, that just, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's like a superhero movie. Yeah. You know, like if you of, watched Brightburn at that age, do you think you would have been like, Oh, I would have been, uh, I would have been all on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I've always liked, I've always liked the bad guys. Yeah. I've always, yeah. Yeah. I will, I will cry at a good, uh, at a good guy dying. I will, Feel bad, except for Batman. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I think this started me on my on my journey to um to become a writer and uh, really really appreciate and like movies. Okay. Yeah. Even though the movie itself is meh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into, we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah. But uh but yeah. Yeah. All right. Jose, what about you? Um I've never seen this movie. I um I'd heard about it and I think I'd seen like bits of the newer one. Or newer the one from the early two thousands. But yeah, I've never seen it. I knew about it. Um I was entertained. I'll say that. Yeah. I was yeah. entertained. I expected more of a horror movie and and it, and that's not what I got which I think was good for me. Yeah. I, I so I enjoyed I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um yeah, it was not what I was expecting at all. I really liked it. We'll we'll get into it what I would have done differently, but yeah. Yeah. It was good. Nice. Uh same boat, never watched it before. I remember seeing the promos for like the 2000 or uh, like the Omen remake. I, I can't remember what year that was. 2006? 
Maybe. That sounds right. Yeah. I remember seeing the previews of that and that actually kind of like scared me as a kid because I remember seeing like the kid at the top of the banister and like looking through whatever and I was like, that's the Antichrist? <laughs> and I got scared. Because um, <laughs> they definitely made him look like more like the Antichrist in that remake than this one. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, I mean, I, I kind of want to get into like later what we th- consider horror and what we consider like scary. Although I know like I don't think any of us are really scared by horror movies. No. Um, I know Brandon, you're not because you take any chance to say you're a big bad. Just a jump boy. Jump scare will get me. Yeah. A well placed jump scare will get me. But watching a movie, no. Yeah. No. Ever yeah. since I was a kid, like, yeah. yeah. Watching a horror movie with other kids and having them scream or. It just was fucking annoying. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, yeah, I want to get into that a little bit later because uh, I think that's kind of, there's like aspects of this that I'm like, okay, like what would, what what makes this scary to somebody? Like what makes this like such a popular horror movie for like the time? Um, but yeah, oh, I, talk I, about more. I can tell you exactly why this was a popular horror movie and why it was a horror movie for yeah. people mm-hmm. at the time. Um, yeah. But for me, uh, I actually really liked it as well. I wonder if um, if maybe we're a little higher on it than you. It sounds like possibly from what you said. But what, what do you mean? When you said it was oh, just okay. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen it a lot. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. I think that might help with the issue I have with the movie. The, um, <laughs> the uh, What makes this a horror movie is it, if you don't believe in God and you don't believe in Satan and you don't believe in an after uh, after Christ, um, <laughs> an antichrist. antichrist. Um, it's not scary. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of like what, what I was going to get at. If you as well. do believe, if you are a believer and you do believe that there really is a devil, there really is a Satan. Lucifer's real. Six, 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 six. That's going to happen. <laughs> then, then this could be really, really fucking scary to some people. I, I really honestly believe that. Yeah. I, I think this could be like, like really bone chilling, like sitting afterwards and, and, and having Damien smile at you and then going into the, the music. Um, I think, I think there were probably a lot of people sitting in, in the theater that Screaming. were believers that were just completely terrified, horrified. Yeah. 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 But I mean, when, whenever you have people that I'm raising my hand, I do not believe in the devil. I don't believe he exists. Um, I mean, imagine how much more religious people would have been in the seventies than they are, and they are now. Than they are now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of my preliminary thoughts. Why don't you give us a log yeah. line, Brandon? My log line. <clears throat> After a U.S. ambassador receives warnings about his secretly adopted son, he begins to suspect that there is something disturbing about the boy and discovers that he really is the son of Satan and must be destroyed. God forgive me or whatever he says at the end <laughs> Gregory Peck is just so wonderful they don't make actors like that anymore <laughs> uh, why don't you got some fun facts for us Jose I do um, let's see the Omen came out in 1976 it has a runtime of an hour and 51 minutes it was directed by Richard Donner, and we've talked about him before. He also directed uh, The Goonies and Superman, lots of the Lethal Weapons. So yeah, he's done a lot. This is his first like big movie, 
or like his most his first popular one at least and can you see the correlation between the omen and the goonies because i, I saw it with this in superman <laughs> <laughs> i was like man this movie is good <laughs> yeah i uh, i was like oh god um what a what a difference yeah two films could be completely different well, there's some but scary he directed the, the kid very very well i i believe yeah um i believe damien is directed very well in mm. this movie um and the writer of the script is a man named david seltzer he also wrote on a movie called shining through and nothing else that i recognize so i'll just list off a couple of things uh, it says he's uncredited on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Let's as a, see. As a writer? Mm-hmm. As a writer. Uh, <clears throat> one is a lonely number. The other side of the mountain. Prophecy. Yeah, looks like a bunch of things. Nothing. Pro- after. What year is Prophecy? Prophecy was 79. Okay, that's not the one I'm thinking. But yeah, there's a the prophecy with um, that was kind of a an end of the world thing, but I think that was in the nineties. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They didn't really do any of the sequels to this movie, and there is three of them, not including the remake. Mm. And the new, there's newer ones. There's like an Omen four. Omen, and, the final chapter. And yeah, there's, okay, there's Damien. There's the three. Omen yeah. two. There's the there's Omen, the final three, the final conflict. Something like that. And then there's yeah. Damien four or the Omen four. Omen four. And then there's the 2006 movie. So were all those sequels like him growing up? Um, The th- first three. The first three. Okay. Yeah. Is the story um, after? Does he become young, president of the United young, States? Young, middle, the end of his life. Yeah. So. Um, do you want to? Do you want to know who I plays really, him in the third know, movie? I watched all three of them. Uh, Sam Neill. Sam Neill what? is yeah, yeah is Sam Damien. And he grows up movie. to be Sam Neill. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. And he's he's okay. I mean, he's okay yeah, in yeah. the movie. The movie, the Omen two and the Omen three are just way fucking silly to me. They're really silly. Um, I read yeah. the Wikipedia plots. I was like, I have no interest in seeing these. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're kind of they're kind of silly. Yeah, they, they are kind of silly. Though so, the plot of the fourth one, I thought sounded the silliest. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've watched it, but I didn't. I didn't. It's like it has something to do with a girl. Like a he girl is ha- yeah, there's a girl, but she's actually his son. But she's not the Antichrist. She's just Damien's son. But she has. She's the wait a minute. She's the son of Damien, but she's not the Antichrist. But she's, she's caring, a girl. Yeah. But she's a boy. No. So she. So what Wikipedia said is that she is born to Damien. She's adopted by a family. Uh-huh. The girl who so, who is working for Satan technically. She's like a disciple. Uh huh. She then takes the egg that she's carrying the Antichrist, the actual Antichrist, uh-huh. and 
I don't know how it happens in the movie. Apparently impregnates her mom with the actual Antichrist. And then she gives birth to a kid named Alexander. And he's the new Antichrist. Oh my God. Yeah, this sounds too convoluted. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It goes off the rails. <laughs> yeah. So in these three movies, we have this as him um, as a young boy, but um, he's coming of age in two, and then he's head of Thorn in three. And he's doing all of these things and he knows his powers and he knows he can feel um, the second coming of, of Christ and everything. And it, it all has to do with all that. Yeah. What's his big final plan? To stop the second coming of Christ? Yeah. Yeah. It turns oh. into it turns into all he wants to do is keep Christ from coming again. Honestly, I'm kind of pro that. To keep Christ from coming again? Yeah. I don't want them to be right. Well, did he ever really come the first time? That's a good point. Wasn't he a virgin? Was Jesus Christ a virgin? Mm. No. Was Jesus a virgin or no? Have you seen pictures of him? He's pretty hot. Oh, well, no. I saw the Da Vinci Code, so he's not. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, I was thinking of the Da Vinci Code and putting it in the jar the whole time I was watching this. <laughs> I'd rather read the book and talk about the book before you watch the fucking movie again. Did you want to do your character corner, Blake? Oh, well, I the cinematographer oh, yeah. is Gilbert Taylor. Um, he also did, I can't remember which year, but it was a Dracula movie, uh, Flash Gordon, Dr. Strangelove, and A New Hope. So he's done quite a bit. Um, and I actually think this movie's pretty well shot. Um, yeah. I think there's some really great, um, a lot of good framing, I think, uh, <laughs> that I think makes it a more interesting horror to watch even though i think it is a little boring throughout that i think like the 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 way it shot kept me interested because of that so i think he did a very good job um and i can move on to my character corner but up sure all right all right give it to us we got mommy and daddy thorn there's robert thorn and there's Catherine thorn yeah. right yeah we got the little the little boy Damien Jackal Thorn. <laughs> Jackal, Jackal Dash Thorn? Yeah, Jackal Thorn. Um, okay, so we have the photographer who is Jennings. Yeah. Um, Do you remember his first name? I'm going to say Ken, but that's the that, Je- I that's was going to say guy. it's not Ken. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Ken. I have, I have Ken written down with yeah. a question mark. <laughs> it is a K name, though. Kyle. Is it something British? No, think Ken, of a... Kensington the first. Well, no. Chris. It's not a British name. Uh, give me a hint. Um, well, my hint would be related to Family Guy and you're not going to get it. Throw it at me. Meg. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, they asked Peter what the what the most horrible name is ever and he names this name i, I would have said Ken i don't even that. remember them saying um, this person's name i do i don't remember this either uh just tell it keith keith keith, okay. keith jennings um so you have two fathers two fathers yes father brennan yes. is the uh 
the one who gets spiked, right? Yeah, right. Um, Father. There's the one that was, that actually encouraged the adoption and then was later in the monastery. Father. Something Italian. Father. S name. A boopy. Father Gabagool. Father Gorlami. I was thinking that. Yeah, Gorlami. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's an S name, right? It's an S name. Yeah. Father. Um. Okay. Very, very close. Very close. Think of a woman's high heel shoe. Stiletto. Okay. But put a P in there somewhere. Still Beppo? Kind, kind, kind of. <laughs> Spiletto. 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 Yeah. Spaghetti. <laughs> it's close. Uh, okay. Um, I know the old nanny's name is Holly. Uh, well, not the old, but the first nanny's name is Holly. The, um, one, that, the one that hangs herself. Yeah. Um, the new nanny is <laughs> what? <laughs> Every time I think of it, I laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the new nanny is Baylock. Yeah, yeah, right, Mrs. Nice. Baylock. Mrs. Baylock. Um, yeah, I think you got only uh, one more person to name. That's that's key here. Uh, who else we got? Who do they go see? Oh shit! In Megiddo. Come bum. <laughs> no. <laughs> he has he has Fuck, the funniest name, his name ever. I yeah. love his name. It starts with a B. Baba Booey. <laughs> <laughs> Bum come. No. Um, <laughs> fuck. No, I, I want to get this. The first part ends with an N and the last part ends with an N. Damn it. Uh, and they both end with a gin sound. They both end in a gin? Yeah. Damn it. I'm not going to get this. Damn it. Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. Oh, I love it. <laughs> love it. You have to go see Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. I've got to go see Bugenhagen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I think that's the best, uh, the best uh, Gregory Peck impersonation I've ever done. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Did pretty good. Yeah. Felt good about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Did a good job. Thank you very much. I'm ready to talk about the movie now. Yeah. <coughs> Brandon, you mentioned that how, how far in are we so we can uh, I'll put it in the uh, the notes that pop pop 30 minutes. Listen 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always sprinkle some stuff about the movie here and there. Um depends. There's depends. content in the yeah, first 30 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um Brandon, you mentioned that you believe the child is well directed. I do. I I believe he is. Mm-hmm. I, I I think he's caught. I think he's caught well on camera for for what he does. I mean, he, I mean, he doesn't really have a whole lot of speaking parts, or um, a lot of his stuff is just uh, facial expression mm-hmm. or little wave or um, his eyes or him smiling at just the right moment. I yeah. think, yeah, it's hard to read him, which I think is very intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like, I, cause I, there's a lot of good stuff that I like about the way that this movie is structured and that it's very like, you're not really sure if he's really the antichrist and like, but you know, cause it's the omen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it wasn't very like it's, it is subtle. It's subtle in the way that he's portrayed, mm-hmm. but I kind of wanted a little bit more sometimes. Like I wanted it to maybe, maybe not be so explicit, 
but it felt like he was so subtle that it was almost like he wasn't exactly like an interesting antichrist, you know? Right, because he has no he has no real he doesn't really cause anything to happen. Even even whenever he does actually cause something to happen, mm-hmm. It's Mrs. Baylock that yeah. actually initiates it. Exactly. It wouldn't have happened without her opening the door, right? Yeah. So he just he was just winding up. He was just yeah. he was <laughs> just going. Um <clears throat> so you get this sense that something is happening behind the scenes with him. Um, like he's being coached by yeah. the dog. He's being coached by Mrs. Baylock, and I think that shines in the um the church wedding scene. <clears throat> um I think I I interpret that in a different way now than I than I used to whenever I first watched it. You don't think it's just a kid that doesn't want to go to church real bad? Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's actually being harmed by the mm. church at all. I think he's been prompted by Mrs. Baylock to act that way. How long? I wonder. It had it been less than a week, right? Yeah, Since but she right right off the bat. She, I will protect thee. Yeah. She was fantastic. I yeah, love she's Mrs. Great. Baylock. She's yeah. real spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's she's like kind of the best part about this to me. And I think that's a good point that she's like, she is kind of the antichrist in this whole situation because she's doing everything. Yeah. What I, what I like about her character is the idea that like the devil or Satan can't just do things on earth. He does it through... Well, through character, through other means, through proxies. Well, he has apostates, right? Right. Um, um, but Jesus could do miracles, right? So I they believe say. Believe in miracles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like that idea that it, it wasn't just that's something I didn't expect in the movie. I thought it was going to be way more of Damien and not Damien with other characters in in his. On his side, yeah. I guess. Well, we All do acting ha- on his We behalf. do have two times where, actually three if you count, if Satan is working through the dog, through the Rottweiler. Yeah. Do they give the Rottweiler a name? I don't know if they do. No. No, they don't. Didn't Didn't call him Rufus. Call him Tommy. or Rufus is good, yeah. He looks like a Rufus. I can see He's that. cute. Yeah, all, he all, is. All a very the other cute dog. dogs, those are Timmy and Tommy's. Yeah, all Timmy's and Tommy's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the, the ones in the graveyard. <laughs> yeah. um, like, so Satan causes the lightning rod to fall and get Father Brennan. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also think that there's something supernatural about the truck in Rome with the glass on it also. Yeah. So what, what bothers me most about this, this film is there's not really, how do I say this? How did I say it in here? There's not really a, um, what am I trying to say? The rules of the universe aren't really set. Yeah. Right. Because so, so if Satan can cause this storm that forces father Brennan to go to a church whose doors are all locked during the day, which is rare. Yeah. And knock this thing down, knock the lightning rod down and impale him. And also 
encourage someone to hang themselves and also um, make a truck chop off Keith Jennings head, Ken Jennings head. Um, Why can't he just down a plane with Robert Thorne on it with the knives into the ocean and then that's done. Yeah. So, so like the rules of the universe are kind of like, you have to, and you have to buy into it mm -hmm. to, to think, oh, well he couldn't do that because Robert's a, Robert's a strong man and he wouldn't be able to manipulate him at all, but we see him not be a strong man. Right. And other parts of the movie, kind of like you mentioned, Blake, want you to consider the idea that maybe Robert's kind of crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I think parts of the movie want you to think that um, it's getting to him. It's he. Someone got in his head and he's and it's like taking over. See, his. I would like more of that. Yeah, I would like that. That's how that my rewrite to this would be. Damien is actually just a little boy. Yeah. Like not the Antichrist at all. And everything has been like just the breakdown of this family. His guilt is eating at him for what he did. The, the mom is just a little wacky, you know? Um, and it just feeds this, this frenzy. Right. Um, I would, I would like that more in a movie maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I know. I totally agree with you. I, I know. Like I saw they mentioned like, the act, the things that happened in the movie had to be things that happened in real life was like a big point of like a big issue between the director and the writer that everything that happened in the movie, whether like allegedly caused by Satan had to something that happened like that could happen like the, like the baboons or the lightning strike. Everything is things that are not outside of the realm of possibility. Yeah, it's right, not right. like it's not like because I half expected this to be like um, Damien was doing like some L stuff from Stranger Things where he yeah. like puts his arm up and he like throws someone out of the room or something. Well, he doesn't start that until two. Okay. Until, yeah. Until, <laughs> until, until. yeah, yeah. But um, I think in this movie, they're very, it's very deliberate that he doesn't do anything like that. Yeah. 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 He doesn't, he's, he hasn't come into his power yet. Right. Right. Um, which I think I think for me because I'm kind of split between two there because on the one side I actually want more supernatural stuff in this but I think that's because I don't think they lean enough into what if he wasn't supernatural where it's like you're saying like oh Satan can do this stuff so I kind of want it to be a little bit more like what if he's really learning to be the Antichrist so he's doing a little bit more than just like riding around a tricycle and like waving at dogs and giving looks, you know, I want more from mm-hmm. him because we've set up how dangerous Satan can be. But the right. whole thing, you know, God works in mysterious ways. Satan works in mysterious ways. And even though he could just down a plane, um, the whole prophecy was what happened is like, it all worked exactly as Satan wanted it to. Um, so well, you could argue that was, that's what he did, or, you know, cause killed the child, killed the mom, uh, killed the father in a way that probably gave enough pity from the the president to bring him in. Okay, well, that the doesn't president, even continue in the sequel. The, really? the president isn't the one who adopts him. 
Um, the Wait, president, what? he doesn't go to live with the president. Oh, she goes and lives with an uncle or something, right? Well, I'm going to take he that goes, li- because goes that, and lives with his aunt sense. and uncle. That's dumb. And and their son. Yeah. Which is his uncle's son from his first They just year. couldn't I, afford to I make a fucking Oval Office. I would love to have seen life. a sequel where the devil's involved in politics and we can see like political turmoil, the international. Well, he, does, yeah. he does end up in, in three, he does end up, um, in his dad's position, in his right? dad's old position in London. Yeah. I think that's weird because for me, this very deliberately sets him up as a possible, like, I don't know. Future Trump, future Trump. Kind of, <laughs> kind of. Cause like they, the whole thing is they talk cause, okay. So they, they very clearly mention or, uh, Kathy says, you know, like whatever, something about the house, like can't be too great for the, for the wife of the future president or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the, the prophecy is very explicit. He, he, uh, is that Damien will inherit everything of his father's, which means to me he inherits the presidency is what his father is intended to have. So if that's the ending, that's what I take the ending as, is whatever path he's on, he's going to be the president of the United States because that's what well, his when father his, was going to be. Fa- well, when his father died, when mm-hmm. his adoptive father died, um, he was ambassador to London. Mm-hmm. He was ambassador to England and London. So he he gets appointed that. Um, he positions himself. Um, there's a scene with the president in three where he positions himself to be, to take over like the leader of the child of a children's group and stuff. So he can get like these minions going, right. And get into the head of all these people. Yeah. Um, Thorn industries is, um, largely Monsanto. And they are creating um, fertilizers and and things to grow uh, farms in the deserts and charge starving nations a fee for food. They're profiting on, off of starving people. So Nestle. This, this series um, really goes from it really, supernatural to real life. Real life evil. <laughs> capitalism. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real life evil, but but I mean, there's there's also you know like whenever Herod kills all of the babies and all of that, that's also repeated here, mm. right? So he sends his minions out to kill all the babies that were born on this specific date, um, because the Lord is being reborn, but the Lord isn't being reborn of a child. Yeah. So so he kills all these babies for no fucking reason whatsoever. Even his right hand man's baby gets killed. Um, so yeah, so I mean it just gets silly to me. It just gets really silly. I kind of like that Damien doesn't have like supernatural powers or anything. Um, I kind of wished he did, and as a kid I thought he did. Yeah. Right. Um, but as an adult, I like the ambiguity. Like you said, I, I I really like the ambiguity. I like, I like that he's being helped by people like yeah. Miss, Mrs. Baylock. That's definitely the most interesting part of it. Um, yeah, and it comes yeah, from the that, church that he needs to be protected. Yeah, um, because he is who he is, and they know who he is. Um, I think the evil of that is much more devious. Yeah, because than, it comes from him the church. being. Yeah, you know. Fucking, I think something that like speaking about Damien and like just his performance in general, 
I did not expect him to be in the movie as little as he actually is. Yeah, he, he's in, mm-hmm. he isn't in That huh? threw me for a loop. I was like, where the fuck is Damien? Yeah. <laughs> but you just go on the little adventure. Yeah, we go on a little yeah. fucking adventure, yeah. which I liked. Yeah. I liked that part of the movie, but I was like, where the fuck's Damien? Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's not his movie. Right, yeah. it's not his yeah. movie. It's the it's Omen's movie. movie. <clears throat> yes. The Omen is everything. <laughs> Everything's the Omen. If something scary happens to you, think about it. It might be the omen. You got me. That was the tagline. Beware the Ides of March. Yes. <laughs> remember, remember the fifth of sixth of the seventh of November. Fifth of November. The fifth of no, not November. I remember, that was December. No, it's November. November for it's sure. November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just can't I remember. My, I have my reasons for knowing that date. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the jar. We passed on it that one time. Did we? Yeah, we pulled it. Just like we passed on Inside Out. Inside Out. Yeah. <laughs> when did we? Why did? How did? Why did we pass on it? Um, I think because I know you're a hater of the oh, movie. Oh no. Um, I actually don't mind it. It's That's me. That it's I'm the, the most, hater. Oh, you're the hater. It's the, the same reason I hate The Shining, though. Yeah. Not the actual movie. <laughs> so you pulled it, but you had already had like six movies in a row, and then you were like, Oh, oh I was I'm like, a, No, yeah, I, yeah. okay. That's yeah, what happened. Yeah. Um, but somehow we're all even in our movies. Yeah. It's because you didn't do the... If you so did weird. V for Vendetta, so then we would have never stopped doing your movies. It like evens out all the time. Yeah, it does. It's really weird. It, you know, that's Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's or the is Jesus looking down statistics. on... Statistics. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's Satan. So, so here's a theory. Yeah. Here's a theory. Shoot me your theory. And this is just because I want to read into this and I think it's more interesting this way. When Father Brennan is unable to get into the church, I like to look at that as God unwilling to forgive, where Satan drives him in and God's like, no, no, you did this to yourself. You can't get in here. So what if God kills him? What if it's the old... Absolutely possible. What if it's Old Testament God? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know... New Testament God's a bitch. A horse can't change its colors. (laughs) Um, I think there should have been another Jesus Christ. (laughs) That that there's, there's two warring... There's the Christ and the Antichrist, and it's like MCU style... You the, were gonna say something. Go say something. No, no, no. I'm, 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 the, I'm all in. I'm all in. And this, this the like third Jesus, Jesus is over here walking on water somewhere in the Middle East, probably. And then there's Damien over here starting to learn how to use his powers, or trying you know, to learn how to ride see, a tricycle. This series, they, they, tried, the, they tried to baptize Jesus, and he can't just, he can't, he just sits on top of the water. In the in the third movie, where he's trying to stop the coming of. The second coming of Christ, it should be like a showdown between yes. Damien and the second coming well, of that's Christ. What's yes. in, that's what's in the revel. <laughs> that's what's in Revelation, right? Yeah, <laughs> that they're going to have this big war um, in Megiddo, and in Megiddo. and it's, and he casts casts him into the the lake of fire. Um, <laughs> but it's not the way this story ends. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. not at all. And he doesn't even get killed. This is what pisses me off about three. He doesn't even get killed the way they tell. They tell um, what's his name, Robert. Robert. But the way, the way he to tells kill him, him is far too complicated. No, not really. You have to you have to stab him with the one here, and then you radiate out all the other ones. It doesn't matter which way you stab them. Yeah. But he, all the other daggers need to be radiated out. In three, they just have seven seven priests running around with fucking swords. 
and he just like offs them. He so just offs them one by like, one and, like and the gathers Avengers their swords. trying to collect the time stones <clears throat> yes. to kill right. Thanos. But, but they, he ends up getting stabbed in the back and 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 he's gone. Oh, that's dumb. So his soul, which is what the other daggers were to extinguish the soul and kill him for good. He's which still how, alive. Which is how the fourth one happens. Fucking I'm guessing. So Maybe. Uh, no, because he's dead. He, his life is dead, but his soul is still alive. Maybe his soul attaches himself to the <clears throat> to the egg. Maybe. Um, of his own daughter. <laughs> was a horcrux he never meant to make. Probably. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now we know where JK got it. Absolutely. The Antichrist. <laughs> from, from the third from the omen. omen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I kind of like to look at that as that if if Satan's really is existing here, then God exists, and I don't really like to think God is this uh, well beneficial person. Father Brennan, Father Brennan, um, he had a six 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 on him, yeah, on his yeah. inner thigh. So it was a birthmark, which means he had it at birth. What? I'm very confused. <laughs> See, my so theory, you're born with this on yes. your inner thigh, so you're going to be bad. It's all about destiny. It's all you're, well, you're maybe going, not destiny, you're but it's going about to be bad. Yes. So he was bad, and he got into the church, and he did a bad thing. But then he felt bad about being bad. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Isn't? Yeah. Well, I assume- isn't isn't there? Some kind of Catholic thing that uh, is supposed to cleanse you of your sins. There, okay. I was thinking confession, not even confession. These are this is a Catholic couple, right? Has this kid not been baptized? Like I was. I don't know that they're Catholic. I don't know that they're Catholic. Fine, because we never really see them go to a church, and the church that that. You're right. They, they, they say it's not, a Catholic, it's not a Catholic church. It's, not, it's uh, and, and evangelical. Does, no. They, they said a Episcopalian. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah it's an Episcopal church. Um, so, okay. So they're not Catholic. So he wouldn't have been baptized. We, I don't think they're any religion at all. And Brennan does go in there and say, like, you need to take, you need to drink of the Father's blood yeah. right now, which to me means so he's they're not. Catholic. <laughs> well, Father Brennan's Catholic. But he's he's telling he's telling Robert that he needs to cleanse himself, right? Um, if he's if he's going to succeed in doing this this deed, so maybe you guys can clear up to me where what's happening at the very beginning of the movie. So this cult of six 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 people <laughs> infiltrate the Catholic Church. Yes. They know they're everywhere on the, the sixth day. The, the, of the apostates of Satan are everywhere. Yes, of course, as the Bible says. Right. On the sixth day of the sixth month, they find at six o'clock. At six o'clock, this jackal gives birth to a baby, it, and they need to kill every other baby that was born at that time. No, well, just his baby. Just no, they just kill his, his baby, baby so they can so they do the switcheroo. Um. So they do the switcheroo. Yeah. Well, Okay, so the thing that confuses me, where is he in the taxi or wherever he is? Where is he going from and where is he going to? Mike, at the beginning, beginning? Yes. He's going to the hospital where his wife gave birth 
They called him. She she went to the hospital to give birth in Rome. Yes. They have called him, and that's what we're hearing is that the, the baby took dead. a breath and it died. Yeah. Um. And, and so he's rushing from his office to get to the hospital to to be there. And they told him about the baby dying before the mother because this is the seventies and he's a man. Exactly. For, for sure. Yeah. They never tell her. Yeah. And so he goes, because I, I, I guess I was confused because I didn't think it was a hospital that he went to. It was a, it was a, yeah. It just it was, looked odd it, to it, me. It was, it was a Catholic a, hospital. Okay. So that's what they look like in, in Italian. In Gamba, yeah. In Gamba, it, it gave me, that hospital reminded me of like the hospital that the elephant man was in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. Kind of. So maybe um, my. But, but everything is like really OG in Rome. Like they have very, very, oh, very old buildings. Hundreds of years old. That yeah. are being, that, that are being used yeah. as current buildings. So, okay. so there's a lot, there's a lot there that. I guess what confused me is because I was like, wait, did he, is he, is he going from, cause I, I assumed he was there at the birth, which I he guess is it's he was not. not. No. So my assumption of him there at the birth is they told him the baby's dead and he just leaves the hospital. To no, go. the conversation you're hearing is the phone conversation that he's replaying in right. his mind on his way to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't think it was a hospital he went to cause it didn't look like an American hospital, which is yeah. where my mind is only. Yeah. And I thought he went to like a church. I thought he left his wife at the hospital, go to a church place and then pick up another baby and then go back to the hospital. <laughs> next time, I, next time I go to Rome, you come with, let me stop by, pick up a baby, yeah. <laughs> take it to the hospital. That's what I thought happened. And I was like, how? I got I got to go and stop and get a baby. <laughs> well, my thought was like, she had she gave birth to this kid and like, he leaves and then he comes back like an hour later with the baby. And he's like, oh, you're hey, so I, confused. I, I found another baby. Yeah. And everything's fine. That's what I thought happened. I just so picked I this like, one up from the street. Yeah. <laughs> it was in a, it was in a package that said a bambino. <laughs> to, just so Blake doesn't feel like he's the only one that's confused. I did not pick up on the fact that they killed the kid at first. I was like, wait, what the... I was watching the movie. I was like, this scene seems like it should be more important to me than I feel like Oh, the graveyard scene? Yeah. And then I... I, So I, I played it back again. I was like, oh. Yeah. And I think what threw me off was that the fucking skeleton of the baby <laughs> was like two times the size of any baby <laughs> yeah. that would actually be born. Yeah. So the thing that confused me about that, and this is a major big dummy Blake Brady. <laughs> but he does say it. He does, he does say, say it. it. And yeah, I missed yeah. it. They murdered my son. Yeah. 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 But the thing that confused me <laughs> when they opened the mother's grave and it's the jackal, mm-hmm. I was like, why did they replace her skeleton with a dog? <laughs> I, I thought the same thing, Blake. <laughs> it's not just you. <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, because that was Damien's real mother. I was yeah. like, "What yes, the fuck yeah. is going on in this movie?" Because <laughs> I remember that's what Brennan almost says at the first. He's like, "Its mother was a jet." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he almost he almost gets it out. And, yeah, and he's cut off. And and what's interesting is I filled in that blank when I first watched it. Like I immediately well, because you read in. the Bibli. But that's the thing I didn't really. Well, you were I didn't read you the were Bibli. you were forced in it enough to know. I had to Google what a jackal was, Brandon. God, I didn't know a jackal was a dog. You would you would. I, why is a jackal so bad? 
Um, woof. <laughs> woof, woof. I think it's probably like, you know, they just did mischievous things. I don't know. Religion always picks random ass symbols to represent what it wants it to represent. Like and lambs? It's meaningless as always. Like, like, lambs? Yeah. Lambs? Listen, uh, I, well, lambs, lambs were chosen because they were worth something. Yeah. It was it was costly to sacrifice a lamb. It was, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised, and this would be an interesting twist, that if this whole thing was just an elaborate retelling of Abraham and his, it was Abraham that was asked to kill his son, right? Yes. If this was yeah. an elaborate retelling of that. So by the end, he's about to kill, and then he hears God say, stop. Psych, psych. <laughs> this was all a ruse. Um, I just wanted to see if you'd do it. So, coming from someone who is is like such a stupid story. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is such a dumb story. It is coming from someone. It's very who, like Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> was that show called Punk? Punk, yeah. Punk, yeah. Punk, yeah. Uh, coming from someone who's not religious and doesn't care about religion, um, I kind of wished this had more like antichrist references that there was like maybe a three wise men of like the antichrist stuff like that i kind of wanted more of that where i could be like oh this is the opposite of christ stuff that might be a little more subtle like well i think it was based more on revelation um um yeah telling i guess that's true which didn't have those elements well they should rewrite but then they but then they go down a street yeah that's not revelation and it doesn't really work I don't know. In the end, but because in this first part, it kind of does. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish they had more religion in it too. Mm. Um, I think his parents. I think his parents were chosen because they weren't overtly religious. Um, to tell you the truth, um, I think they were. They were chosen. They were. I would have liked to seen. At least 10 minutes prior to the baby switch of details about them, the setup to all of this. Why they were chosen. Why they were chosen. Were they chosen because they aren't religious, because he wouldn't have a religious influence? Were they chosen because he is a wealthy politician or he's a wealthy ambassador? He's not really a politician, but he is working on behalf of the government and his friend um, is the president of the United States and his, his college roommate is president of the United States. Um, Jose. No, <laughs> <laughs> never. I think my last name's too Brown to ever have a chance. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know about that. Cause I mean, we do have a president whose middle name was Hussein. Whites are going to be a minority. After one of the deadliest attacks. You got me, you got me on that you one. Know. Whites are going to be a minority pretty soon. You're right. Yeah. We're as coming for sh- you. As, <laughs> as they should be. <laughs> White erasure is happening before our eyes. I want everyone just to be gray. Can't we just get there already? Pretty sure that's an Come episode on. of just, The Fairly Odd Parents. Just everyone that be, is. Everyone yeah. be gray. Yeah. Man, that was very progressive. Yeah. Okay. Did they all have the same genitalia too? They all look like gray blobs. Yeah. <laughs> well, then they have to make it blobs. That's what Elon Musk is trying to do with Twitter right now. He's trying <laughs> to make to it a blob. <laughs> well, yeah, he's giving us way. all ver- he's giving us all verified, so we can be the same as the. Okay, I'm gonna. What were you gonna talk about? 
Is giving everybody verified? Yeah, so we can all for, be for the same as the corporate elite. Yeah, sure. But for like, free. Yeah, but for like we all want to level the playing field. Like I could be verified that I'm someone I'm not just by saying that I am. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let that sink in, Brandon. It's not really a verification of anything. No, it's not. Uh, let's get back to- I'm going to verify that I'm Satan. I bet you there's a um, there is, yeah. <laughs> did, did a guy with the Twitter handle Jesus Christ get <laughs> verified? Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was like retweeting some stories and he's like, what makes you say I'm not real? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to have seen more religion stuff, just like you said. Yeah. Um, Just a little more. A little more. Yeah. It, and that kind of like, because a lot of the reason... Well, they tried they tried to do it with including the Catholic Church and the fathers and everything, yeah. but it just doesn't it like moves the story along a, a bit, but it doesn't really I don't know. Cause it's a it's a fine line to walk because once you go too yeah. into religion and too much into that supernatural side of things, then it gets less interesting to me. But right. Cause I think like the thing that makes this work for me is that like I don't know, because it's hard to say that the glass pane cutting off his head is like real, but <laughs> things feel a little more real in this than I expected. Like you said, Jose. Yeah. Um, and I think especially like the, the hanging of, a uh, of, of, uh, Holly, right. Holly. Um, I know you said you laugh at it. I, every <laughs> single fucking time. I'll be honest. It, I laugh at it. it's, it's, it's just funny to me. And I think, I think the reason why it's funny to me is because it is sh- fucking shocking yes. from the very beginning. I, it, I, my jaw literally dropped at that moment. I was like, what? I think what's so funny about it is her hitting the window yes. and coming back. I don't yes. expect and then, that. Yeah. And then there's the shot inside of the maid screaming. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just funny. I think what, well, to me, what's funny about it is how many shots there are of people reacting to it. Like there's one too many. <laughs> the one too many is the one on the that lingers on the kids. Yeah. And then you have two kids in the back that turn and look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> like what did yeah. this just say, fucking happen? Let's just say, well that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> or okay. <laughs> yeah, that that, su- that second shot of the kids. I was like, okay, this made it comedic. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess it's kind of funny, but I love that scene. And I didn't think it was funny at first, but rewatching it, it's funny. Um, but I love how silent it is after. It is very and silent. And the kids yeah. are just going around on the carousel and uh yeah, that whole scene just worked for me because And the creepy clown has yeah. a has a kid. Yeah, that's that's Pennywise taking one of his first victims. Oh. Hi, right? Georgie. <laughs> this is my first Georgie. Oh, I love man, that Pennywise was so good. What's his name? Uh Skarsgard. He was Yeah, amazing. one of the Skarsgard. Oh, loved him. Is his eye naturally like that? Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. I, I don't know if they like accentuated it, but it is like that. Can you can you make your eye go a little bit more to the right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think because what really worked for me in that scene is the hellhounds there, and he stares and it makes this kind of funny to me when there's like random loud songs and stuff in horror movies. It's kind of funny to me because it feels very random. And I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And then when she was on top of the building and she jumps off, I was like, "Okay, that was like shocking." It was like. I didn't expect it at all. It was way more violent than I thought. 
and the whole environment was perfect and her up there yelling damien i love you this is all for you was actually pretty chilling to me and i think that was mm-hmm. like perfectly well done um the deaths in this movie to me are like immediately iconic i love all the deaths they're incredible um yeah well perfect. father brennan's death is laughable to me it is i think it i still think it's like, incredible yeah it could been it could have been edited better yeah. <laughs> to where he's not just going oh and like standing in one place and not just taking one step back what could have been edited better was mrs thorne's fall <laughs> <laughs> that could be that could what, have been edited better from the from the balcony. The bal- okay, yeah, from um, the balcony. And I when know they tried to use that um, that sh- that zoom shot. Yeah, uh, vertigo. No, no, not vertigo. Um, no, I think it is vertigo. No, where the the camera's rolling, but you're adjusting the camera at the same time. Yeah, you're dollying and, and it, you're zooming at the yeah. same time. What's that called? Is it not? It's not vertigo. No, no, it's not a vertigo shot. The jaw shot, we, right? We tried, yeah, the jaw shot. We yeah. tried to do that. In points in, unknown. Yeah. Fuck. And and the ramp I made had too many bumps in it. <laughs> Out the door. <laughs> right? We tried to do that in something we made. Dolly but, zoom? Dolly. Well, dolly yeah. zoom is the moving forward. It is a vertigo shot. Yeah, vertigo yeah. effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, called it something else other than vertigo shot. Zolly shot? They just call yeah, they uh, Hitchcock shot, Vertigo shot, Jaws effect, Zolly shot, Dolly zoom. Those are the only ones I see. Maybe it's Dolly zoom. Vertigo, I got it right. So but, so yeah, yeah. I think they tried to do that, but because it's going down yeah. and it's shot at it's not shot um horizontally, it's shot vertically, it doesn't yeah. work. I think the reason that scene doesn't work, just regarding like the actual technical aspect of it was because the actress didn't want to film it oh really they had to like they offered her more money to be the one to fall and like do the do the stunt essentially and they had to put in a double and so i think them having to work around that is what makes the scene not as good Mm. and they did her fall off the hospital really well yeah that Uh, was really well that one's really good into the the amber lamps Yeah. yeah But yeah, the balcony one's not that good. Yeah, and, I agree. And knowing after the fact that it was because of like her having a safety issue with it, like it's more understandable, but yeah, yeah. it could have been better. But I tell you what is good. The baboons. Damien in that scene. <laughs> oh, Damien, Damien is good. Damien in that yeah. scene. He stops and he just watches her as she's crying for help and he watches her slip, watches her fall, and then just... Gets runs up away. and runs away. Yeah. <laughs> runs back to Baylock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And it's the only time where he actually causes someone harm. Right. Yeah. 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 But that we see on screen. Because mm-hmm. doesn't she talk about him hurting her? I think just talking about him in the car with her. Yeah. When he goes. <laughs> yeah. But but she she shrugs it off. Right, Richard asks her if she needs to go to the hospital. She's like, "No, no, I'm fine." Some bruises, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But then she's starting to feel like her starting to feel that there's something wrong, and um, telling the the psychiatrist that there's something wrong that she doesn't feel like Damien's her son, that there's something evil there, and all this, 
all this stuff that Robert gets whenever he goes and sees a psychiatrist, totally against HIPAA. But um, <laughs> not in the seventies. <laughs> not in the seventies, um, because every husband has the right to know what his wife. I'm thinking. pretty sure like that's the entire first season of Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> the psychiatrist telling Don like what uh everything. Everything, yeah. yeah. Um but but yeah, yeah, all of that, all of that being revealed kind of I would have liked to have seen that a little more. Like in her actions. That that's a criticism I have of this movie. Yeah. That we only find out her side of the story through exhibition. Mm-hmm. And the Robert and and I don't like that. I would have liked to have seen her also feel like she's going crazy yeah. in addition to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, I kind of thought of a movie that I don't like, but that kind of like if there was a type of hereditary like. <laughs> well, hear me out. If there was a hereditary <laughs> like. um. There's a scene in Hereditary that I laughed out yeah, loud yeah, at yeah, yeah. in the movie theater. <laughs> uh, if there was a Hereditary like descent into like madness of the family, like uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tony Collette has in that movie. If that was like a storyline of this, where uh, the mom kind of goes that path, where she is actually like feeling insane and is feeling that boiling up in her. Um, yeah. That would work for me if it was very much a family centric uh, conflict where it's they're at each other's throats and they're all going crazy with things that you're not sure are really supernatural or not is I think what would work. Mm-hmm. And that's why the first half hereditary works so well is because that's exactly what's happening. And then the second half when they start doing some Ouija board fucking shit, then that movie gets stupid. In this I agree movie, with you. we get Keith instead <laughs> of <laughs> the fucking wife. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I kind of wish I like Keith, but everything about Keith is exposition. Yeah, it's all exposition. This and the photo is, thing is so random. I think I like the I photo like thing, it, but it's I random. like the photo thing. Well, he he sees it whenever he first develops the film. He sees it in Father Brennan, and then then other stuff that he's doing, it gives him a clear motivation whenever he's showing Robert that, look, this is, this is a picture that I took of your nanny right before. And then look at, look at this, look at the line. It matches the line of the noose around her neck. And then this is the picture of father Brennan that I took. Look how I took this picture this time. And this was the day before he died. And, and look how close it gets to him. And then look at, look at the picture of, um, the lightning, uh, thing going through. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then I saw my own picture, but his picture is just a slice right fucking through him. I mean, there's no, (laughs) there's no real, and his death doesn't happen until days and days, days later Mm. because his death happens in Rome. So another incredible it, death. Yeah. But but um I like how it's used in a way to kind of make Robert think, oh shit, this stuff this stuff could be real. So I'm being pushed to my next level. I wish there wasn't so much exposition about it. I wish he could find those things on by by himself. Like like maybe maybe Keith is hiding them because mm. he knows he might be next. 
I think and that's a motivation for him to go to Rome to figure this shit out because if he gets to kill the Antichrist, then maybe he can live. You know, that gives him a direct motivation. Right. But it doesn't give the main character any motivation at all, you know? Bugenhagen. It it becomes just this this buddy trip thing in the last half. Yeah. This movie has a big lull for me in the middle. Yeah. Like, to me... It dragged and I like, I don't know, I guess talking about it now, I can see how maybe giving that exposition to some, to another person or another way other than Keith might help with that. But yeah, that middle part of the movie, while I like what they're doing, figuring everything out really drags for me. Yeah. And there's no boy. There's no boy. It feels weird to me how late in the movie Keith dies. Like maybe Keith dying earlier would be Robert's motivation to go and get the information. Um, I don't know. There's just something in that middle part where it's like, I feel like it could be streamlined a little bit more Yeah. to, to still let us see, to still let us gain like the information with Robert without having all that exposition and just at least in the way that he does die it's like uh he was about to give up and then right. when he dies that's like his thing like okay shit maybe this kid is actually the antichrist because like <laughs> how the fuck does that well, yeah. happen yeah i mean yeah. that's 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 the turn is that he threw the knives where keith is picking them up yeah and then keith dies so he feels like he killed him yeah 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 <laughs> Okay, talk about laughing at a death when his head got cut off. I burst into laughter, but in a great way. I was like, that's the sort of like laughter I love to have in a horror movie where I'm like, I'm having so much fun at that that I'm laughing because it's like a good time. Because I think I would I would describe the deaths in this movie as very crunchy, Um, crunchy, crunchy. And and I I can't fully describe what does crunchy mean. So. I can't fully describe it. There's something about like a satisfaction of the sounds and the feelings of like these deaths. Like maybe not Brennan's because it's very kind of like weirdly, weirdly shot. But um, the way that Kathy falls out the window and slams into the, into the, uh, the van. Right. Like every death in the final destination franchise is crunchy. Yes. That's exactly what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's, that's perfectly, perfectly. And every death of that fucking movie, I'm like, okay, everything that happens in this movie is bits and pieces from the omen. Yeah. The fucking photograph, the, there's just the random, like everyday things killing you. Like the final destination is literally just them picking and choosing things from the omen that they like. Yeah. Which really. makes you hate those movies even more. <laughs> <laughs> I love Final Destination. Uh, you know what? I'll say this again. I like watching compilations of Final Destination. Right. I don't like the movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, very crunchy. And I think that's what makes all of these deaths so like great to me. And I could yeah. rewatch. I could rewatch all these deaths Just over the and over deaths again. Over and over Just again. the deaths. The, and I did a couple times. The uh, actor kept the head oh, thing that's that, awesome. they, that they made for the scene. And then his wife took it in their divorce. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. So, like, yeah, he kept it the whole time. And then his wife took, kept, like, the, she won it in the divorce. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, how can she why take would, that? Why would she? Why would that? you? Who would allow like, her to Like, imagine how much that. she must have, like, the, like, 
that probably was like a prized possession and she knew it. Yeah, that's some spiteful that's, shit. Yeah, that's vindictive. Unless he was like a dick. Unless he was like, I know you like this head. I'll let you have the head. <laughs> I'm gonna give you so you can re- remember me forever. Yeah. <laughs> I know how much you like to use this head in bed. I'm gonna let you have it. If it was functional like that, I would keep it. For yep. Yep. <laughs> I didn't do anything graphic with my tongue at all. Um, we keep going back to the baboon scene and we haven't talked about it. It's been mentioned several oh, times. Oh, yeah, we yeah. haven't talked about it yet. I fucking love it. I like the baboon scene. I like the giraffes um, right before then where he just walks up to them and they look at him and then they, they all run away. I think that's a great shot Like to get them all to do that. Um probably took a while yeah yeah so i appreciate it what what i think i like about the baboon scene more is i was picturing watching it in theaters and how that probably would have had such a much more impactful would have been more impactful than the giraffe scene like just the Uh, the sound of it and all the yeah the the big cuts and the big butts like everything about that is more anxiety inducing Mm -hmm. Uh, i i thought that's really that scene's really well done yeah, I think yeah. another thing that I really like about that scene is that it really does feel like Damien is not trying to do that. Because like when they're when they're running at him, he like genuinely seems scared. Like he doesn't want the monkeys. Uh, so I, I think you could read into it other ways, but I, I think that's that would have been a good case for like maybe he is the Antichrist, but he can't control it. But it's like the influence. Well, he's of- not he's not making the them act like that. What the baboons? What's making them act like that? They're creatures of God. They're going after him to try to kill him. Oh, are baboons creatures of God? Every creature on earth is a creature of God. What are you talking about? Baboons? You- baboons? No, they're not. They're not the dogs that that are. See, I took it as like. They're trying to get to him to kill him. Yeah. I thought yeah. of it like uh, like a Noah's Ark type thing. Like an anim- animals have an instinct about things that are going to happen that humans don't, and that's why they were. That's why the giraffe stepped away and the baboons like went crazy. I thought of it like an, they have this instinct that yeah. is speaking to them yeah. about about Damien. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> that they know he's evil and they they know that to attack. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he was making them go nuts. I think they were totally acting on instinct. What I what I mean is that maybe he's not doing it like he's not doing it, but it's happening to him, like as a result for something he didn't control as being born as the Antichrist. So if like you're looking at it in a way that like whether he is the Antichrist or not, or he is, but he's not exactly bad, he just can't control it. Like that sort of thing I think is interesting with like the only reason he's being brought up that way is because of uh basin. Baylock. Baylock. Oh, it's Basin. Uh Baylock, where like he might it might be happening to him, but he's not like doing it to be an evil satanic thing. It's just like he just wanted to see some monkeys. And because of the way he was born from a jackal, he can't see the monkeys. Well, okay. <clears throat> we never see him do anything supernatural though. Mm-hmm. Um so if it's the monkey, if it, if it's the baboon scene where he's 
doing something supernatural. It's not. Oh, I'm not saying he's doing something supernatural. Oh. I'm going with what you're saying that it's the creatures of God going after him, uh-huh. but he can't control that. He's not trying to do anything. It's just they're going after he him. He can't because, keep them from getting him. Yeah. Like he's not, he's not like causing them to do that, but they're trying to kill him anyways because of, he can't control himself being the antichrist, that sort of thing. Well, yeah, they're trying to kill him because he is what he is. Yeah. So it's like, it's the effect of people who think he's the antichrist putting all these influences on I mean, what if you him. were the antichrist, but you didn't know you were the antichrist? Exactly. Yeah. He just wanted to see monkeys. He didn't like, know is everything, <laughs> is everything you do evil? I mean, what good if point. you're... What if you're a good person through and through and you do good things to, is everything that you did evil? If, if Robert, it's Robert, right? Yes. If Robert, I'm getting worse on in the podcast. If Robert. I keep forgetting his name. You can call him Atticus too if you want. (laughs) Call him Thorn. (laughs) If Thorn picks him up at the end and is like, listen, buddy, we're going to get through this together. We're not going to have Baylock around anymore because she's dead. But you and me were in this for life. And he was a good influence on him. Maybe he would turn out to be a good antichrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And if not, if you're bad, if you're bad, I'll stick these daggers. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps it like hung up on the mantle, like points at them anytime Davy and X out. <laughs> I could have killed like, I'll you. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, I, I still have those daggers, boy. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the ending and what the original script uh, what, okay, what was originally yet. filmed. All right. Um, so the the original ending, what was originally filmed, he kills Damien. And the rating agency or the studio, somebody was like, no, you can't kill a kid. That's too graphic. <laughs> and the way IMDb phrases it, it's like, and they're like, yeah, so the actual ending is the Antichrist winning. They're like, that's less graphic yeah, than, yeah. <laughs> than, uh, the, than good prevailing. Well, when you're when you're a good producer, you're looking always looking to the future. Right. And if this is yeah. a winner, yep. you're gonna want a number two. And well, if you kill the Antichrist at the end of it, you can't have that number two. All you can do is at the beginning of the second, you have another like Satan apostle. Apostle apostate? Apostate. apostate apostates are the ones that, yeah the anti-apostle. Yeah. Uh, you have an anti-apostle <laughs> um dig up the grave and you bring him back to life with Satan shit. That's the, the opening. Shit. That's the opening of. I mean, they do, do that you, with Jason how do you all the time. Procure the Satan shit. Um, it's a movie about religion, Brandon. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you bring him up, and then Satan shoots lightning at the body, and he's back awake. Oh, I thought you like, meant uh, actual Satan shit. <laughs> <laughs> you bring him back like Voldemort. You jackals. throw him in a cauldron, and you're like, <laughs> cut your arm off. Yeah, the flesh <laughs> of the servant. <laughs> Yeah, just put like a that. little bit of Jesus's blood in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, or you can do a, a, a he died and he was in the grave and three days later he was out of the grave. Oh, he he, he, he is risen. risen. He is risen. See? <laughs> you can do something <laughs> shitty like he stabs them with six of the seven swords. Yeah. Well, well I mean, the first is to extinguish life and the, the rest were to extinguish spiritual life. Yeah. So we could have had a body hopping movie of the Antichrist where the soul is still out there. He's just going, it's like Scooby-Doo. I, I think, <laughs> I think you can have everything that you need to, you want to have to make a sequel for this movie. And I think you can have because Because die. it's Satan. Yeah. 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 I think I would have liked to have seen 
him kill Damien and then he still gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an which is not any of the endings we get. That's a combination of the two, but <laughs> I think part of the problem with the ending to me is that it's like because part of their goal was to make it so like, is he really the Antichrist? And you don't really know until he sees the 666 on his head. Um, and then you don't really know until he looks at the camera and he smiles. Cause that's when he, it's when you know, he knows cause that's the thing. Yeah. Um, but when, when you think about it and it's like, Oh my God, the Antichrist actually wins and he's doing stuff. But like, he didn't do anything in this he didn't movie. He do anything. He so, doesn't have any power yet. Yeah. So he's when you see him like ready to take on God, it's like, what did you do? Doesn't take on God. Jesus. Jesus If we have to equate this with Harry Potter, God is Dumbledore. Okay. <laughs> and Dumbledore gets Harry to do all of his bidding. Uh-huh. So Harry is Jesus. Dumbledore is God. Dumbledore never fights. He just well, gee, lets yeah. himself get offed and, yeah. and, uh, and makes Harry do Ooh, Harry everything does have in the a end. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. Harry's resurrected. <laughs> yeah, it's very much. It's very much. Harry uh, comes two it's times. Very much. A, yeah, I think in terms of ambiguousness, I would have liked to seen the reason why I think I would have liked to have seen him still kill Damien and them them shooting Robert is you cut out that final smile scene. And oh, to you me, don't like the final smile. I scene. don't because it removes all ambiguousness. Yeah, it kind of goes. Well, I think if there was, I think if there was ambiguousness all the way up through the end, and he still lived, um, and we didn't see the six six six, get get rid of the six six six, cutting the six six six. Um, if he was just convinced, and then he tries to kill him, and he gets shot, and you don't know where you land. I I like that. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I like not knowing where you land. Was he actually doing something that was for the good of mankind or was he going to kill his, kill this poor kid who just in very matter of circumstances came out of a jackal, but he didn't control that. Is this, or did he, or or was that all set up for mm -hmm. some reason? Right. Or you you could have the idea that Robert is, is a troubled man who lost his real son. His wife died like he has these traumatic events that could have led him to kill his adopted yeah. son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this movie could have been more ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. You could have had the ending where it zooms in on his grave, the child, and an arm comes up out. <laughs> <laughs> That's Carrie. That is Carrie. <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, this is, I, I imagine Damien could be Carrie. Just, you know, his balls drop and that's the same thing as the yeah. period. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of what happens oh, in, yeah, in, yeah. in, yeah. in Omen two is that, um, he's at a boy's school. He's at a military school. Mm. Oh, okay. And, yeah. He's too much military, masculinity around. He's him. at a military school with his, with his cousin and he starts to get his powers. Yeah. Mm. And he really has kind of a dilemma early on whenever he, he, figures out who he is he like runs and and screams why me oh okay yeah he has this dilemma but then but then he full-on accepts it like pretty pretty quickly like i'm this is pretty fucking cool this is pretty fucking cool (laughs) i'm 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 gonna be killing people now 
Yeah. And he does. Yeah. Okay. He, he yeah, he goes to town. <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah, he's uh I think the end could have been better. Yeah. I like I like him smiling with the I, I think if that would have been the only movie and it wouldn't have gone on any further, I think it would have been great. Um, it doesn't mesh up well with two where he ends up. Yeah. It's and odd. so it's kind of odd. It's yeah. kind of, I want the, the sequel to be like Damien in the white house or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, is that Corey in the yeah, house? Corey right? in the yeah. house. <laughs> and he's like, uh, influencing people around the end of the cold war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always thought that's where he would be, but, I mean, there's there's all kinds of family fortune and everything um, connected in, in two. Like, he's positioning himself to be the last man standing. And he ends up being the last man standing until the end. Until he dies? <clears throat> Does he kill yeah. Jesus? Does he kill Jesus, the sequel? No, no. So Jesus isn't coming back as a baby again. Oh. He's not being born again. He's, he's back coming as back as Jesus hot, is coming back as Jesus. as Jesus. Donald Trump. He's coming back <laughs> as the as the Holy Spirit. So so he is He's fighting a spiritual war. Yeah. Well, Jesus Jesus is fighting on a whole other level than Damien is. Really? Damien is being misled. Mm. And and yeah. And doing bad things, but he's being misled. Okay. I'll watch yeah. the whole series. It it's only do it if you're bored. <laughs> I, I want to watch the 2006 remake. I thought about doing that, but then I thought and I watched a bunch of the side by sides. The reason I want to watch it is because um, does it does it have the same story or is it completely it's the same revamped? story? Yeah. yeah. So I saw that people were critical of the movie so critics like the movie but the audience didn't like it because it's just uh it's just psycho it's just the same movie it's the gus van zandt psycho mm-hmm. yeah, yeah see i liked the gus van zandt psycho <laughs> because i thought vince Vaughn did a wonderful fucking job we should watch that um maybe watch them both and then do ooh, do a two movie one do a two movie one mm-hmm. yeah because they're shot for shot See which one we like more. That, I, have to, I have to pee. Can I pee really quick? Yeah. No, no, you don't get to do that. And we're back. How was your pee? I filled up the toilet. I had to pee so much. Holy shit. Yeah. Good for you. You, you only had a small Coke, Brandon. I That's almost awesome. overflowed the toilet. Wait, you're you're joking. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay, okay. You can't. You're right. It would push it down. Gravity. Yeah. I know yeah, gravity. Gravity works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a gravity's actual thing. I don't know. Brandon the has gravity, modern plumbing. About that. Yeah. <laughs> gravity would not work if the if the Earth was flat. So <laughs> it, actually, it actually works. Um, I want to take this opportunity uh, to discuss. Oh, what makes something? What would make something scary for us in a horror movie? Because I don't think this movie oh. is scary in any way. Oh, in any horror movie. 
Yeah, because you, you mentioned jump scares. Yeah, jump scare, but they're cheap. They're it's cheap, like and they're yeah. they're. It just it just makes you you jump if you're unexpected, an unexpected scare. Yeah, right. So you have never been scared in a movie. No, not not like oh my god, Jaws is gonna eat me if I go in the ocean. Yeah, or oh my god, Jason's gonna kill me if I go in the woods. I know that shit's not gonna happen because Bigfoot's gonna get me first. I don't believe in Bigfoot, but I know he's going to fucking get me. <laughs> I don't, it's, it's irrational fear to its yeah. extreme. Yeah. Just don't go to the Pacific Northwest and you, you should be fine. Oh, he's up here. <laughs> he's everywhere. He's in every woods, everywhere. All the time. He's, 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 we don't in, have he's woods branded. He's in Georgia Charleston. too. He's in Georgia too. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's Each everywhere. state has its own Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. He yeah be they one of your neighbors have, right now. If you have, if you have three trees, you got a Bigfoot in there. <laughs> <laughs> you got a pond. He so a movie, pond. So yeah, a movie a about pond. Bigfoot would well, that that would that's scare, scare your fucking socks um, off? <laughs> I used to be deathly afraid of of Bigfoot. Really? Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, I. Uh, so there was this movie that my mom took me to go watch that had the um, the Yeti, Bigfoot, and the Loch Ness Monster in it. And it was done kind of documentary style. And I was young. I was young. I think I was younger than I was when I watched this. And there was one thing where Bigfoot's hitting the, the cabin or whatever, and then it's quiet. And the man opens up the door and Bigfoot's standing right there, right? It was complete jump scare. Um, but after that, I was like, fuck Bigfoot. <laughs> fuck trees. <laughs> never, ever, never, ever, right? Um, but as I grew older, I knew he wasn't real. But every time I would see Bigfoot, I would get this, like, my stomach. Yeah, would, yeah. And I would be like. You were like, trained like, to be scared of Bigfoot. Fuck, fuck you, Bigfoot. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> Um, so like, like the, you know, the, um, the footage, I forget yeah. who, of him walking <laughs> right, the yeah. grainy seventies footage of him walking across the riverbed. Um, that every time I would see that, I would like, fuck this. And I would leave the room. <laughs> um, uh, now it's not so much. Right. If I know. got you a poster I, of that I really, picture. I, I really had trouble watching Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah because there's no this way that really surprising there's, there's no way that bigfoot's that fucking nice yeah like like this motherfucker <laughs> rips people apart so uh yeah but i know it's not real yeah right it's just like this uh um, like aliens i know aliens aren't real you know this fear I'm, of okay, bigfoot transfer to chewbacca in any way <laughs> no no not at all okay. not at all not at all um but like as, i believe that there is life elsewhere in our vast uh, uh, galaxy and elsewhere in the universe, I don't think they give a shit to come visit the earth. Yeah. So no, yeah. no aliens on earth. No. Okay. Loch Ness monster. Uh, there might be some kind of creature in there, but is it, a, is it an actual fucking monster? No. Depends on your definition. Monster. Monster. Yeah. Frankenstein's a monster. Frankenstein's monster is a monster, not Frankenstein. I guess you could say Frankenstein's Frank a monster. Because, Frankenstein is the monster. Yeah, because Frankenstein's kind of a playing with fire. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like with movies, just like nothing. 
so I'll tell you guys what as what movie as a kid I hated. Um, the any fucking Chucky movie, <laughs> fucking Chucky, the, Chucky, Chucky, Chucky the fucking doll. Yeah, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking hate those movies. Like as an adult, I'm like, okay, they're just horror movies with a fucking doll. As a kid, I did not like any fucking movie with Chucky in it. I I did not want to watch it. I kept my distance. That that was as a kid. Those that was what scared me. Fucking Chucky. Okay. Yeah, that was mine. Mine is very strange. <laughs> Late night adult swim. <laughs> <laughs> like something about the vibes of the cartoons, like Robot Chicken. Um, the way Robot Chicken scares you. The, I get it. The goriness of it and the uncomfortable uh, style of the animation, like, uh-huh. really made me like. Because it would always be like one a.m. I'd turn on my mini TV in my room, uh-huh. and they'd have some weird sounds in between their shows sometimes. That, like, as a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, I need to turn this off right now." You know what's <laughs> creepy? That sound of the 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 hammer hitting the exactly. Ding! Yeah, yeah, that's creepy. When that happened, that's fucking creepy. That happens, and then they play, they play, they play some kind of like, kind of weird, scary anime sometimes on there. Mega, the one about. Oh, the you think of Megalopolis? Megalopolis, yeah. yeah. It's more that, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! Ow. Well, I mean, <laughs> you hurt your foot about as much as everyone else got their ears hurt, so I think it's even. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's all the animation style, like. There's a there's some anime that is like really creepy I thought um and all that stuff added up to be really kind of spooky to me. But now So your spooky stuff as a kid was just animation. Yeah. Animated yeah. spooky. Weird animation, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Happy Tree Friends I didn't vibe with. I didn't like that shit. Um <sighs> the gore made me a little scared. But uh nowadays i so i think i think like i would define horror and fear in a movie as like kind of a different feeling because i don't know if i get like scared from a movie but the closest i think is like some intense dread or like stressed out a little bit because i felt that quite a bit in like green room when i first watched it right and that really worked for me i don't know if i would define that as horror but i think that's the closest i could get like personally is like that kind of like Suspense. I I think thrillers are much scarier to me than horror movies. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat because for me, horror movies in like its current state, I I they do nothing for me. They don't even entertain me to the point where I want to watch them. Like I don't believe in anything supernatural at all. I have no. There's no ounce of doubt in my body that that exists. At there's all. nothing that makes you. There's no kind of movie that makes you suspend your disbelief for a little no, while. No, and there no. never has been. Not like The Conjuring. No, no, yeah, nothing. Nothing about way. those movies. I'm like, okay, this might happen. No, it's like witches or uh, fucking. Do- as a kid, yeah, dolls, Chucky, sure. But yeah. as an adult, no dolls. None of that. Clowns. You're not a clown. Clown. No, I'm. I'm not. I don't care. I like there's no part of me that can suspend my disbelief for those that type of horror for me really the ones that kind of work for me like you said are thrillers things about serial killers kind of work um like something like zodiac or something yeah like Zo- the scene I, on the, zodiac's on the one of my favorites Dahmer. yeah uh, i haven't seen it yet yeah. would, it, um, would you think that falls under that category of being you a little- really feel bad for the guy until like I think like the is it the sixth or the eighth episode? 
Um, and then you like fuck this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this guy's a fucking. The uh, the movie that comes to mind because we saw it together is The Gift with yeah, uh, Jason yeah, yeah. Bateman and what the fuck's his name? Because I remember we kept saying Team Gordo. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. The, the guy who plays Owen Lars in episode three and in Obi-Wan. Yes. What's that actor's name? Fuck, I don't know his name. I totally forgot about that movie. I don't remember his name right now. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. But that movie where like the whole movie you're trying to figure out who the bad guy is. They're just people with vendettas and grudges. And they're they've gone to the breaking point of acting on it. That I think is is more fear inducing to me than anything supernatural. Yeah, it's like aging up is like uh, the reality stuff is a lot scarier. We're like, oh shit, maybe that could happen <laughs> yeah. to me. I yeah. think maybe I, think- I piss somebody off so much they might kill me in yeah. twenty years. Yeah. I think. Fox News is more horrifying to me <laughs> than anything, than yeah. anything, any yeah. kind of horror movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, anything like that. <laughs> like anything real life where, yeah. We're like, uh, The Big Short, that's a horror movie. I was going to yeah, say The Big Short. A horror movie. The Big Short is a fucking horror movie. Um, <laughs> real, real, movie. real stuff where it shows how evil people can fucking be. Yeah, yeah. I think really, um, what was the other, the other one we watched? Um, about the priests. Oh, um, spotlight, spotlight, spotlight. Yeah. Fucking horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it is a horror horror movie. movie to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The, those movies to me, those real life based movies that show how evil human beings can be, um, and be allowed to get away with it. Um, I think are more horrible and horrific than any slasher horror movie yeah ever yeah. yeah yeah agreed um one, one movie that also comes to mind i don't know if either of you saw nocturnal animals no um dick Hall and I've, amy adams i've had a couple of nocturnal oh never mind <laughs> i've never Not- ever <laughs> ever ever i don't know if i have either um but yeah that has like a a, a scene that is really uh, Jose's too dignified to even <laughs> add to the conversation. <laughs> I'm really trying yeah. to find the name of the actor. Um, but yeah, it's really all about like strong emotions that I can connect to, mm-hmm. like as a person, as a human. Where it's like, uh, I think growing up, I have a lot more empathy for people going through something than I do like fear for like a monster or something. Right. Yeah, and right. I think that's what works a lot more, and that's why like certain parts of the omen and things like that work more when they're more grounded when it's more uh uh-huh. uh because so this is a weird feeling but i felt really bad for the mom when the giraffes ran away because she's just like she just wants to take like, her, what the fuck she just wants to take her son out to the zoo she just wanted a normal child that she could live her life with yeah and she's having that aspect of her life she had nothing to do with it she had nothing to do like she doesn't know her child was switched and she just wants a happy baby boy and she gets the fucking antichrist see that concept fills me with a little bit more like dread for that than it does the actual antichrist yeah Um, i connect with her wanting a child and having that taken from her in this way and that's why i don't like that we hear it from robert and not from her we from up here what exactly her, what she's discussing with the psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. I think, yeah. I think we we should have gone. Robert, 
Robert didn't need to know that, but we did. Mm-hmm. And so her going after she tells him that she needs help in when they're in bed, um, that she needs to talk to somebody. We should have gone with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Update. I was talking about Joel Edgerton. Yes. I would have never got that because yeah. I don't know who that is. Joel Edge him. <laughs> 10. A ton. I don't know. I hear best. I'm sleepy. It's almost 10 o'clock, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been up since fucking late. five o'clock. We got started late, buddy. I'm sorry. You can't, was that my you fault? can't blame the time on anybody else. It was my fault. But I was doing things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's also only been like a week since daylight savings time, week and a half. So we're so my body still thinks it's eleven right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it when it gets dark earlier. I do too. Um, but I also think that the sun's still shining at 630 and I can go water plants and stuff. And then I open my door and it's dark outside and I say, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she just want a fucking kid, man. She want no answer. That, it's really sad. That's mm-hmm. to me. It's really sad. Um, and I think it hits on a topic there. Um, whenever she's, she's telling, whenever she's telling him, uh, Robert, um, when she drops the a bomb on him, um, that she doesn't she doesn't want any more. Oh, okay. A bomb. I don't want any. I don't yeah. want any more children. Mm-hmm. And and he says it's okay. And she says, so you'll approve the abortion. Um, I was like, oh man, you're gonna get rid of the one thing that you were denied. Because you're in this position, I think that's a much. Because she's obl- she's oblivious. Yeah, yeah she's oblivious yeah. to it all. I think that's a much more um, heartbreakingly devious, horrific thing to go into, which they don't, um, because Damien immediately takes care of the ba- the baby. Yep. Um, but um, I think that would be something that that would be really like would fall into your um the disintegration of the family mm. yeah yeah because yeah. it's it's it is very sad because she's very she's removed from all of it yeah and as opposed to robert who's very connected to every piece of it where um yeah you can empathize with her a lot more i think than robert yeah. and in that case yeah I, man you're bringing that up saying that we should have seen her talk to the psychiatrist that would have been that would have been a therapist great. uh i don't know uh that would have been a lot better yeah, I think so. Even if they were in therapy together, I yeah, think it yeah, would have yeah. it would have worked. You could have like that would have worked because too. Because that would have driven a wedge between them a little bit. Um mm-hmm. you could see it affecting Robert during her revealing that. Because mm-hmm. we see it affect him when he's told. Yeah. And I think it would have been more powerful if he's sitting next to her while it's affecting him and mm-hmm. and he knows what he's done. Um, one thing I like about the movie is you don't know. I mean, past past um, Mrs. Baylock, you don't know who's good and who's bad. Um, you don't know if the psychiatrist is a Satanist. I shouldn't mm-hmm. say that because Satanists are not bad people, right? Is um, an apostate. Am I going to be canceled for saying that? Um, Satanists are imagine getting canceled by Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> if um, 
right? We don't know if he is setting all of this up for an outcome. You don't know other people, if other people are involved, how much they're involved, where they're involved. I, I would like to see maybe a little bit of those cogs kind of working in some way. Um, even in the background, um, something. Yeah. Mrs. Baylock calling the psychiatrist or Mrs. Baylock seeing the psychiatrist or, you know, just walking past each other. You know, those, those like little the, things, the mean scheme a lot. is bigger than we're initially then led we're, to believe. Then we're, yeah. then, then we're seeing on the surface, there's mm-hmm. something happening behind all of this. that would have yeah. been cool. Cause it's already a pretty like intense scheme. Like the whole thing of murdering the child and doing the switcheroo and having the devil make Holly kill herself and then replace <laughs> her with like, it's a very elaborate, it's very, uh, in, yeah. intense. Um, yeah. yeah, that would have been interesting if the psychologist was also a part of the whole thing. Then, because I thought when they when she first went in there was talking about abortion, I was like, oh, that's what they're talking about. How they were going to kill the child is they would, they would like want her to have an abortion and that would get rid of the kid. But then <laughs> he threw her off the balcony and then that got rid of the kid. Well, no, so. the reason why the reason why he needs to get rid of that kid is because he needs to be the only one. He needs to inherit. Yeah. Right. Right. The fortune and it because him, he's adopted any child that's actually his because he knows he might give everything to that child and not to Damien. So Damien has to, or Satan or Mrs. Baylock or the dog or whoever needs to get rid of that child. This is very house they're, of the dragon. They're ensuring the prophecy <laughs> is, is fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, I meant to mention the music is really good. I really like the music. music. Won an Oscar. It won an yeah, Oscar. I think yeah. it deserved it. Um, the opening theme theme I thought was great. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, so it's it's weird because sometimes like the crazy Latin singing music. I had subtitles on it. It always yeah. says like Latin people singing <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, uh, whenever like the crazy music gets like super loud out of nowhere on like a zoom in on someone's face, mm-hmm. it's either really effective or really funny or both. And for me, it's that effectively was, funny. It's effectively funny. And I think it's especially effectively funny on Mrs. Baylock right before she pushes Kathy out yeah, the window. It is. <laughs> it, it, it took me out of it. Yeah. I, I actually, I love it though. Like I really like it, but it also like, yeah, it took me out of the emotions that I think they might've been intending. But for me looking at this as kind of like a legacy horror movie, really worked and I thought was fun because see what I would have done in that whenever she gets pushed out the window, I wouldn't have shown Mrs. Baylock before it happens. You would just show her. I would have her at the window going like this and then here's hear footsteps going up to her and seeing arms push Mm -hmm. like before she even turned around and then her coming out and then go back in where people are running into the room to see what happened and have Miss Baylock walking down the. Mm. I, th- you know, I, thought- I would, I would do something more subtle. Like we don't see what actually happens. We just see her go. Right. You know, because then it takes that funniness out of it Yeah. because it is kind, yeah. of, kind of funny. Like she's just like, yeah. Like with her big eyes and her yeah. mouth agape, like oh, the, the I'm, 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 I'm hung up in my sheer pantyhose kind of thing that I had around me. 
Yeah. 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 It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I thought it was a missed opportunity that there's no photograph taken of her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it was, I was like. I wonder how you represent you, that in a photo. Uh, with three three lines, like uh, cartoon style. Coming down. Like she's like, falling. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, to me, it felt like a missed opportunity that there's no photograph taken of her. Or like Robert is showing the pictures of Keith, right? But I'm like, why the fuck does he care about Keith? If he's seen a picture of his wife mm. and he has to do something, then yeah, that, that would be, yeah. that would be his motivation. Right. So now we have Keith's motivation and we have his motivation. Mm. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. And the fact that she dies while he's out of the country is really sad to me. Mm-hmm. Like he just gets the phone call. Yeah. He just gets a phone call. Yeah, that's really sad to me. Oh, that that scene where he's just laying in bed and reciting the prophecy, that he's fucking killing it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's doing such a good job in that scene. Yeah, I remember what it said. I remember the poem. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your quote? No. Okay. Recite it for us. No? You said you remember. Like no, it's already, no, I, it's already he was saying, he was saying, he, was saying, he remember, <laughs> but I have it written down here. It's okay. It's okay, Brandon. If you really want me to no, fucking read it for you. But you're right, Jose, it's late. We should probably Memeing me. You get memed all day, buddy. Fuck. Uh, oh, I do have, uh, uh, what is the funniest bone to break? The humorous. <laughs> <laughs> in the um in the remake of the omen Baylock uh suffocates um uh Kathy. Yeah. Yeah, she like just put covers her mouth with her hand. And that's how you she watched killed the it. remake? I did like side by sides of all the deaths. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and um that's how she dies. Wait. She suffocates she, her with her hand. Okay, so she covers her mouth. She doesn't cover her nose, and she suffocates. She doesn't choke her out. No, she just. Does her. <laughs> well, maybe she has big fingers that covers up her nose holes. It didn't look like that. <laughs> it's just like bad acting. Like, yeah, is it? Yeah, are the deaths like give me a break? Kind of deaths in the second in the remake. Um. I'm gonna go home and watch this now. <laughs> I don't know. They're definitely not as crunchy. Um, I don't want to see it then. If it's not as crunchy, it's not as crunchy. Uh, Professor Lupin plays uh, uh, Jennings. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His decapitation scene is like, it's not as good. It's not as good. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't want to see Lupin because they do it differently. Yeah. I have here. Father Brennan's death is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) In my notes. I'm just going to stand here and scream while this thing flies through the air to stab me through. I hate, I hate it when they put shit like that in movies. It's like you could have easily moved. Yeah. A step backwards or forwards or sideways. You would really (laughs) hate all the final destinations. Yeah, I'm sure I would. <laughs> I think I watched the first one, but I didn't really pay attention to it. If um, I had, I like how British people say mom <laughs> for ma'am. <laughs> I think that's funny. Mom. Mom. All right. I think I'm ready to move on to quotes. What do you guys think? 
I think so. Oh, oh, I have another one. I was looking at my notes. I would have liked to see why the entire house staff quits. Oh, yeah. yeah. She threw a f- stink bomb. Like, why? Why, without even talking to anyone, without even consulting, without even... And he yeah, never follows just, up on it. Yeah, it being yeah, yeah, because he has to leave. Had to be some devious thing that yeah Baylock that Baylock did. did. And I would I would love I've liked to have seen that 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 that's the workings that I'm missing. And yeah, the, it's like oh they're all gone. I'll check up on that. They're oh, very. Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> just like you checked up on the agency sending me, yeah, and yeah. check up on my references too. They're very like, oh, this this Danny in her first week with kind of some dubious references won't even dress your child to go to church, and you keep and, her. Yeah, yeah, I would have. Yeah. I would have fired that bitch straight on. You're not going to do something that I told you to do, that I wanted you to do, to get the child ready. That is your yeah. job to no. do. Bye bye. No. Bye bye. Bye bye. And then she brings a stray dog into the house. Yeah. And and it's still there in your child's room. Yeah. Bye bye. This guy's American. Well, I, He's I taking know, that like dog the, out I in like the backyard. The I like the dog. And shooting Rufus. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 see, I, I like Rufus. I like Rufus. I, I like Rufus. But why would he even, like, if, if he went in there and was and was like, oh, the nanny brought in a stray dog without asking me. Does that dog have fleas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did the dog give you quite a fright? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, if I walked in and the dog was fucking growling at me. Or barking at me or threatening me, I would have immediately got that dog and taken it to to the pound somewhere. Yeah. Or called animal control to come get this dog. Um, I wouldn't have just said, You take care of it there, Miss Baylock. I the would dog just goes no, back no into the child's way. room. Yeah. No There's way. There's a Rottweiler, a stray Rottweiler that just around your five year old that growled at you, that's showing signs of being aggressive, sleeping in your five year old's bedroom. Stupid. No, I'm um, sorry. No, would not, would not fucking happen. I'm sorry. Let me give my biggest pet peeve of this fucking movie. This movie, everything starts rolling at this movie. At it, okay. The whole the ball starts rolling. The cabal of Satanists (laughs) begin their plan on his fifth birthday. On his (laughs) fifth birthday. Why not his sixth birthday? Well, because they needed to relocate. They needed to go from Rome to they had to find them. Just make that happen on his sixth birthday. Yeah. Mike's right. It makes more sense. That's so yeah. dumb. Yeah. yeah. Why is not his sixth birthday? Check. Because check there has mate. to be a reason. There has to be yeah. a reason that this is the time that everything starts happening. Like this is the time they decide to move their nanny in. Sixth birthday. That really bothered me. And if me. there was this big cabal, and he says it like twenty times in the movie, five years ago, yeah. five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was six, yeah. Or if it would have been. Like something happened and then almost a year has passed and it's going to be his sixth birthday. Yeah. That, like that would something be okay with that. that, yeah, something that makes it. Yeah. Like if somehow the ending of him, of his dad dying was on his sixth birthday. Ooh, yeah. That then would be, that would be yeah. spicy. Yeah. All right. I'm ready for quotes. All righty. 
Jose, why don't you start us off? Uh, I will. Um, I like this quote because it, it made me chuckle during the movie, but it also... It's one of the few scenes with the thorns and they're actually like a couple with a romantic connection to each other. And the movie, I think, is seriously lacking that. Like, I'm not that sad when his wife dies because they've barely been together in the movie. But when they're looking at the house and they're both obviously very horny (laughs) (laughs) and Mrs. Thorne says something in mind, Mr. Ambassador, and... Mr. Thorne says, why don't we have a little look upstairs? And she replies, well, there's no furniture up there either. And he says, ah, you know, you could be too sexy for the White House. (laughs) Like, it's the only part of the movie where I think they have, like... Some kind of chemistry? Some kind of relationship? Yeah, and I like that. I would have liked to see more. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that him doing that switcheroo could kind of put something on the relationship that he maybe can't come back from. I think that would have been interesting to, like, look at. For him. Yeah, for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's, like, not sure what's happening, but he kind of has this thing that he can never... You've been so distant since Damien was born. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. What about you, Blake? Um, So, my quote is just the full quote of of of, uh, Brenner... Um, telling uh, Brennan, Brennan, Bre- Father, Father Brennan, Father Brennan, telling um, Robert where to go, because I, you're right, it's funny though. I just love, I love his uh, delivery of this. Go to the town of Megiddo, in the old city of Jezreel. There, see the old man, Bugenhagen. He alone can describe how the child must die. He who will not be saved by the <laughs> lamb will be torn by the beast. <laughs> Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Brandon? Um, okay. <clears throat> I have a double quote here. Um, so it starts out with Kathy. Kathy is in, in bed after she has taken her fall and, and, uh, Robert comes to visit her and, and, uh, she says, Robert, don't let him kill me. Don't let him kill me. And Robert whispers, Kathy, 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 (laughs) Kathy, (laughs) it's all right. Kathy. <laughs> like, there's so many Kathy's in it. And it gets me every time. I'm like, are you fucking stuttering? What's going on with you? And it's like, Kathy. I thought so he was going to fall asleep while he was Kathy. <laughs> oh, Kathy. That's, you do a good impression of him. I, I enjoy that. I hope we do To Kill a Mockingbird sometime. That'd be good. Oh my God. It's so great. Yeah. Um, just like, I can't wait for the Kathy. Kathy's to come. I like wait for the scene. I'm like, say the Kathy line. <laughs> what about your meme review, Jose? I'll give this movie <laughs> zero out of four giraffes. <laughs> bye bye. Mm. Uh, I give this movie three on screen dog handlers out of three. I don't know if you guys saw that, but in, in the graveyard hellhound scene, you can see them see in the, the dog handlers. Yeah. The trees. They're just like standing. They're like. that's funny um i'm giving this zero devil killing christian knives landed out of seven (laughs) not a one and what about your real review jose um i'll give this a seven out of ten i think it's it's i think it's enjoyable i i can see why this movie was so popular and so well received because it does so much really well. 
I think the performances are really good. The, the Damien and and Robert, I think, are are the two best performances. More, 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 Mister Thorne. I think he he's doing a really good job, and that keeps me entertained. But I think this movie is simultaneously too long for me and too short, and that it's missing things that I want, and it really drags in some places. And I do acknowledge, I think part of that is just, it's a movie from the 70s, mm-hmm. and it's it's a different pacing. It's It's how movies were paced at the time, and I think that's just part of my own preference for more modern movies and more modern pacing. So I do acknowledge that, but it is a little slow for me. And I think this movie could have done more with Mrs. Thorne. And I think that would raise this movie a whole other point, maybe two points for me to see her struggle with Damien. So yeah, seven out of 10. All right. I give this movie a six out of 10. It's really a seven, but I say six because that's the devil's number. Ah, but it's really a seven out of, but this it's is really a six, a out of 10. six plus one, six plus one out of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the deaths are really what I loved about this. Crunchy. And, yeah. They're crunchy <laughs> deaths. And like, I wish there were more. I do wish there were more. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think if they were to come up with more of these crunchy deaths, I would be even more into this movie. Like if the entire staff, gets killed yeah and they're like buried out back or they're just laying out in somewhere if the other yeah. priest somehow died right before they left or something in uh Sp- 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 spaghetti spaghetti spaghetti, if spaghetti, spaghetti somehow died the spaghetti. <laughs> his eye looked so funny his eye looked so <laughs> sorry. Um, you got melted <laughs> uh but yeah i think the deaths are i think the deaths are awesome um i'll kind of always remember the hanging because it was just i think really unexpected and really well done. I loved it. Um, the glass panel beheading is fantastic. Um, yeah. And I, I think, uh, the music really helped a lot with like the moments that I think were a little funny, but the music is so wonderful that it worked. Uh, I think I noticed the pacing issues really even throughout, I'd say the whole movie, the way it's paced, like you said, it's a seventies pacing. But when I went back and like skipped around a bit, um, to just kind of like write my notes. Um, I was really able to like, without being kind of like a little bored, I was really able to appreciate the cinematography of the movie where I think some of it is really well shot. Um, there's like one shot that really stood out to me when, when, uh, Kathy is talking to Baylock on the stairs, something about the framing of the staircase is like taking up like a lot of the screen and it's like looking up and you can see the whole line of the staircase both ways. I don't know. Stuff about that. Like, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of foreground elements that I think really work. Um, and so, yeah, I think all that combined with, like, me just... I love uh, 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 the the first... The other priest... Uh, priest... Uh, ben... 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 Brennan. 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 Uh, I love his performance. Like, th- th- there's a part where you can see, like, he's crying with, like, how wide his eyes have been. Uh, I don't know something like that there's some great performances and uh, yeah I think for I would throw this movie on at Halloween I would like just throw it on and like enjoy its atmosphere because I think it's got some pretty solid um, tone to it overall yeah six plus one out of ten yeah I'm kind of with you guys on this Um, I only gave it an eight because it's nostalgic to me Um, but yeah I would I would I would have it at I mean, if, if it didn't have that nostalgia for me, um, 
six plus two. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I, I give it a six plus two, but it would probably be a six mm. um, for me. Um, but I'm giving it an eight because it does have that nostalgia for me because it does. And the 70s pacing, um, the reason why I don't like to watch a whole lot of older movies is because of this pacing problem um, or because of the exposition problem within them. And it just it throws me off every fucking time. But but this has been, I mean, 40 plus years of watching this movie and I can still sit and watch it all the way through, you know, and and still, you know, watch it and laugh at certain scenes <laughs> and and and, you know, feel bad for Kathy <laughs> and <laughs> um, I just, uh, yeah, I think it's a great movie. I think people should check it out. I yeah. think it's, I think it's worth watching. It is worth watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot, it's a lot quote unquote classier than I expected it to be having like seen the recent ones and yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the pinnacle and everything else after it just <laughs> like, like goes most, downhill. Almost like almost every horror franchise. Yeah. And it shouldn't have, it shouldn't have really. This is one yeah. of those movies where we've seen a couple of them where I can see the beginning of like a lot of tropes yeah. from this movie. Yeah. And, and we've talked about, it. I love seeing that. I love seeing the first movie that like started a trope mm-hmm. because it's, it, it works so much better in the original movie than it, than it does it ever again. So yeah, yeah, I like I, I like that movie. This movie for that, yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention when uh, when Robert gets his arm stuck on the fence. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that that whole that whole scene with once the dogs start coming yeah. out, um, like you're like hurry, hurry, hurry. You, know, you get kind of caught up in it a little yeah. bit. You know, I still do. I still get kind of caught. Probably up why in it. I didn't and notice it, the dog gross. <laughs> Yeah, and it, yeah. And, it, and it is gross that he gets, mm-hmm. you know, but, yeah. you know, I just put a Band-Aid on that. And you'll be fine. <laughs> it's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, you'll, you'll be good enough to, you know, kill this <laughs> be like by stabbing her in the fucking shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Miss Baylock's death, although I know she has to die <clears throat> because she she's actually trying to kill him. I think it's 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 silly. the The death itself is silly. I think he should have had one of those Christian knives and stuck it in her. Oh yeah. yeah, I think that would have been good. Yeah, yeah. I then I would have had to change my meme rating. <laughs> you did <laughs> one, one out, of seven, yeah. out of seven. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah. I'm with you. That would have been nice. And There's I like so her many a lot. things that would have would have been so much better. Let's so remake better. it, man. Let's make it again. I say we can remake this. I think so. I Easy. say we can make a better a better one and not yeah. remake this, but make a better one. Spooky Dookie was basically the thing. Spooky Gookie <laughs> Two is the omen. Where poop, where poop it, baby, it's coming back. Poop child coming back a child is born of the poop of the spooky dookie of the dookie and instead of a jackal it's the dookie child we'll talk about this <laughs> later let's have you know Brandon we talked pick. about we talked about you know real life stuff being more horrific so i have i have trespasses which is my horror movie mm-hmm. 
um, <laughs> yeah. ghost ghost horror movie. Um, and then I have Small Town Boy, which is just about a gay kid in a small town being abused and mm. by by his his mother and stepfather and stuff. And that is more of a horror movie than my horror movie. My horror movie is more of a comedy than anything else. Oh, it totally is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Hustler's Blues is kind of up there too, yeah. being a horror movie. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's 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 horror. Genres are misleading. They are. They're very misleading. Genres are hard to categorize in. Oh no! What, what do you got? Crank two. Oh yes! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes! Oh my god! I cannot wait to fucking gush about this movie. All right, crank so we're skipping two. crank and going straight to crank two. I I really don't think this series is worth putting two weeks on crank. So unless we really like crank two and we unless you really crank like one. crank, <laughs> then you could watch both. Or how many are there? Only are there two. just two? There's just two. Yeah, there's Crank and there's Crank 2 High Voltage. I mean, Crank, the first one's on Paramount Plus. Let's see where Crank 2's on. Um, if Crank 2's not on, should be on Paramount Plus. It's I'll, not. I'll okay. be honest. I We watched this movie first time I moved into my two old houses ago. Um, I didn't fully pay attention to it. I don't remember all of it. Uh, but I remember <laughs> it was really funny. And... Uh, I don't know if I would like it again. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So it's, um, what's his name? Jason Statham. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we've seen a movie with him, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Um, wasn't uh, he in the... He's in uh, Lockstar and Two yeah, Smoking yeah. Barrels. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see two sides of him. Man, I, I can't believe I put this in the fucking jar. <laughs> okay, let's not do it. I'm ready. There we go. All right. Next, next week, put a, watch this episode with uh, some... Um, get your crank ready. Get your crank ready. Get all your crank. <laughs> get all your crank ready. Put your jumper cables on your nipples and get have a good time for next week. <laughs> <laughs>